why do you think God wouldn't love you? You haven't done anything that God didn't die for. And she said, well, I've killed three people. Not only that, but I think I killed someone last night. Paolo Repetto here. Welcome to episode one of the Untold Stories of Missions. Today, we have a crazy one for you. It has a little bit of murder, a little bit of healing, and has a little bit of restoration, but it will be a good one. My guest, Angelo Repetto, tells a story from her aim trip to Riga, Latvia about the lady at the bus stop. Thank you for listening to this incredible tale of the untold stories of missions. We hope you enjoy. It was the summer of 2017. Angela Repetto decided to go to Riga, Latvia on an AIM trip, also known as Associates and Missions. She specifically was starting a work with her partner in Baloji, Latvia. And this is where she was able to experience incredible God-filled moments. But it was towards the end of the summer where this crazy story begins. It was towards the end of our time being in Latvia when we had organized a basketball tournament for all the young kids that we had been ministering to. We had we had started an English club and mostly the younger uh, generation would come out, we'd play games, we'd practice English, etc. And we wanted to do something fun for them as well. And we organized this basketball tournament. Their day began on an early Thursday afternoon. They had a long day ahead of them preparing for the basketball tournament, which was that evening. It's interesting to note that in Latvia during the summertime, it didn't get completely dark until around 11 p.m. And we were getting ready for that basketball tournament. It was a Thursday night, and we had gone over to uh, Mark and Robin Shute's house to fill out some wire balloons for the basketball tournament some fun for the people who are not playing and we had on the way to um the house seen this one guy and looked like his girlfriend and my partner was like i think i recognize this this girl and the guy kind of walked away and so we approached the lady and 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 asked her do we know you and she's like no um and the guy comes up and he's like what do you want and we're like oh you know i just thought i recognized her from somewhere he was he's trying to scare us it seemed like he was just trying to scare us um he had just gone out of prison he said and um he had murdered someone that's why he was there and um he said he was gonna take care of business that night so we were just talking to him. We weren't really scared at that time. We had gone through too much to be scared uh, at anything like that. But we just were talking with him and telling him, inviting him to one of our services, inviting him to the basketball tournament. And he was just like, ah, oh, you know, maybe, you know, but I've got, I've got to take care of business. And so he walks away and we go over to the shoot's house. We fill up some water balloons. After they were done, they decided to head over to the cookie shop where they would later be having their church services. At the shop, as they began to talk, they really felt like they needed to pray for the man that they had just met. We just started praying for him. We felt very 
powerful need that we need to pray for this guy. Um, that he wouldn't do anything dumb, that he wouldn't go and murder another person. Um, and we just prayed for him. We prayed for him really strong. We prayed that whatever spirit was, you know, murderous spirit that was coming over him or whatever, that it would not have a hold on him. And we got done praying and we talked for a little while, went back to the shoots and finished up our preparations for the basketball tournament. We started heading out. Um, to go to that basketball tournament, we had to take the bus from one side of the stage to the, to the next. And at the bus stop, we were talking and my partner was very down about something and she just told me, she's like, hey, could you encourage me? And so I was, I was telling her very specifically, you know, some Bible verses that um, would encourage her and kind of lift up her spirits. And finally, we had been talking for about five, seven minutes and she threw up her hand. She's like, thank you, Jesus. Um, Cause she, she just felt a lot better about that situation. And when she said, thank you, Jesus, there was this lady that was sitting beside us on the bench. I noticed her when we came up, she looked very battered, uh, very bruised. She had, and, um, at her feet in a grocery bag, two liters of Cokes and stuff, that those big bottles. She had two of those bottles filled with alcohol. Here and there, she would take one out and she would just um, guzzle some and then put it back in. She had black eyes. She, you can look at her fingernails. She had blood underneath her fingernails. She looked really, really rough. Well, when my partner threw up her hands and said, thank you, Jesus, she, she looks over at us and she's like, I, I heard you say, Jesus. And we're like, yeah, do you know him? And she was like, yeah, I do. And so we started talking to her. And while we were talking, the bus came and we said, hey, you know, we're having this basketball tournament coming up soon. You want to come? And she's like, no, I'm actually going headed off right now to go kill myself. So she said that she was going to get on the bus and she was going down to the center and that's where she was going to kill herself. So at that point, we didn't really worry about, you know, whether or not she she really wanted to do something or not. So we at that point, we just started compelling her. So when the bus came, we got on the bus with her and we the whole entire time to the next bus stop, which is probably like two minutes, we were like, you need to, you need to come with us. You need to come with us. I, I, I think this is, I know this will change your life. So we we're talking to her. And by the time we got to that next bus stop, we had compelled her to get off the bus stop with us. And that was the, that was the main thing that we needed to do is get her off the bus because it, you know, if she had gone to, you know, the next bus stop or the next bus stop and just done what she had said she was going to do, you know, it all would have been over for her. As they continued to get off the bus, they began to speak with her. But as they talked to her, it seemed like she was having an internal struggle. And we were talking to her and she she would just get so, you know, we would lift, up, lift her up and then, you know, she'd be all positive, like, okay. And then just almost in a, just an instant, she'd be all the way back down again saying, God does not love me. I kept asking her, like, well, well, what's going on? Why Why do you think God wouldn't love you? You haven't done anything that God didn't die for. And she said, well, I've killed three people. So we're like, okay. Um, by this time, this is the second person that day that we had met who's killed um, at least one person. And she told us, she said, not only that, but I think I killed someone last night. And so we're talking to this, this lady who had murdered 
multiple people and she's down in the dump saying you know god god cannot forgive me for this and so we're we're ministering to this lady we're telling her you know god can and it was like we would we'd be able to get a crack in her and be able to minister to her and she was accepting it but then all of a sudden it was just like it was just like falling off a cliff she was all the way down the bottom again and we couldn't figure out what was going on well we actually ministered to her for five hours straight throughout the whole basketball tournament angela and her partner talked to this lady not only that but they had other aimers talk to her and they even had the missionaries to talk to her they had finally convinced her to get baptized or so they thought and then she would decide she didn't get baptized well it was very at the very end of the basketball tournament that um, she said hey i need i really need to go to the bathroom which i'm sure she really really did have to because she throughout this whole time was drinking alcohol so we walked down to this restaurant that we had eaten at before and asked them if she could use their restroom and so we waited for her and she came back out and on the way it was on the way back to the basketball court we were talking to her and we had realized something throughout this time that we would be talking to her she would be responding in her normal voice and then all of a sudden you know we'd we'd get to some point and we were all the way down at the bottom and her voice would change it, it would change it was like this deep deeper it didn't it was just a whole nother person like inside of her and so we figured you know she's she's got some spirits that needs that need to come out of her unless until she's surrendered all that to god that then she's not gonna she's not gonna be able to get the holy ghost um or baptize or even you know be baptized and so we're on our way back where my partner said do you if you want to be set from the, free from this raise your hands and so we were standing there in between the bathroom and the basketball court I remember seeing her try to raise both her hands and it, they would get they would get to shoulder height and it was like they would just jerk all the way back down to her sides and she did that a couple times and and she just told us no I can't like I, I can't do this and so we brought her back to the basketball court um, we said you, you need to get baptized and she so she said yes and so we went into brother sister's house they had a pond behind their house and we got all ready to get baptized and we went out there and we were talking to her and telling her you know what we were going to do how we we're going to baptize her and brother she just came out as well and he said you know before we get baptized we're going to repent we're going to surrender our lives to god i said okay and so i looked at her and i said okay do you want to surrender your life to god she said yes and i said okay now raise your hands and her hands flew up in the air all the way up and we started talking or she started saying repeating after me just just a repentance prayer you know lord forgive me for all you know the bad thoughts the wrong things i've done all of that and then as soon as that prayer was over her her arms jerked back down to her side and honestly, I had no idea what to do. But thankfully, Blue Shoes had dealt with stuff like this. And he grabbed her hand. He said, are you ready to be set free? And she said, yes. And he said, do you want Jesus to take control of your life? And she said, yes. And he said, okay, now I'm going to command those spirits to leave you. And so he just very calmly, very quietly 
recommended depression and and all these different spirits to leave her and it, it was amazing i kept my eyes open for this because i i never really experienced this it was almost as if you could see the different spirits leaving or not that you could see them but you could see when a spirit was released from her it's hard to explain but it was it's like you could see them being released and then at the end of the prayer it, she was completely she was just at peace so we brought her down to the water we got her baptized it was, it was so funny because she was convinced that we were that we were going to drown her um we kept telling her like no like this is you know your 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 sins are being washed away there was a part of her that wondered if they were going to murder her on the spot but she was at the point where she was ready to die that day and why not die now if that was the case in fact when we dipped her down in the water she literally like panicked and she was like struggling to get back up and we're like no we got you like you know <laughs> um it was difficult because we had a we had really had to push her down and she came up out of the water we we got in the yard and and we told her now now we're gonna pray and you're gonna you're gonna speak in another language again because she said she had done that before she lifts her hands we prayed for her and she started speaking in tongues again they ended up taking her back to a little shack that she lived in as they were getting ready to leave they set up time to meet with her and have a bible study but that would be the first and the last time that they would see the lady at the bus stop sometimes you only have one chance one chance to say the name of jesus for someone's life to be changed thank you all for listening to episode one of the untold stories of missions this episode was sponsored by new beginnings renovation and cleaning if you are in need of a remodel head over to their website at www.nbrenovationcleaning.com we will be posting a new episode every second and fourth friday of the month god bless